of the hour news. As it happens, when it happens, wherever it happens. Local, regional, and global. Only on Q95, the big station. Q95DA.com. Right on Q. Good morning. This is the morning news for today, Thursday, September 22nd, 2022. I'm your presenter, Hassan Robinson. Here are the headlines. Nominees in the various categories for the annual National Youth Award Ceremony on the 26th have been announced by the National Youth Council of Dominica. St. Lucia's Health Ministry and PAO hosted a workshop to strengthen the participants' capacity to detect, notify, and investigate events supposedly attributable to vaccination and immunization. And Russian President Vladimir Putin has announced military reservatists which will be sent to Ukraine as part of a partial mobilization of Russian forces to protect people in Russian-occupied territories of Ukraine. As it the news is brought to you for the very kind compliments of Rudolf Thomas Enterprises and Discover Dominica Authority. The details of these stories and more coming up next. Big Station, Q95DA.com, right on Q. October 20th to 30th, 2022. Dominica invites you to celebrate the World Crayon Music Festival. Three nights of pulsating rhythms on one stage. For more information, visit www.dominicafestivals.com. Like and follow us on Facebook at Dominica Festivals or Instagram at Dominica.Festival. Dominica's World Crayon Music Festival. Celebrating 22 years in 2022. October 28th to 30th. Rudolph Thomas Enterprise in Portsmouth, your suppliers of building materials and hardware products. Over 20 years experience in the business. Rudolph Thomas has lumber and plywood, Portland and tile cement, steel rods, galvanized and fence pipe. And Rudolph Thomas can meet all your wire needs. Galvanized roofing sheets, doors, windows, toilet sets, face basins and bidets. PVC piping, fittings and lattice. Check out Rudolph Thomas for ceramic and vinyl floor and wall tiles. Nails, nuts and bolts, paint and painting supplies. And check out their line of electrical and hand tools. And Rudolph Thomas is your one-stop shop for hard-to-find items like fiberglass mat and fiberglass resin and welding rods. Go now to Rudolph Thomas on 1240 Bay Street in Portsmouth. And welcome back. First off in the news, after five years, the NYCD reports a female-nominated list for its 2022 National Youth Awards, with just over 60% of the nominees being female or belonging to groups run by young women. Ashma McDougall, president of the NYCD and event manager for NYA, says that whilst she had hoped for a longer list of nominees, she is pleased with the diversity of this year's recipients. She then went on to list the persons who were nominated for the various awards. 32 youth have been nominated across 14 categories of awards and our winners will be announced at the award ceremony. The award nominees are as follows. Outstanding Youth in Agriculture, Aliyah Lipla and Lakia Joseph. Outstanding Community Youth Organization Award, the St. Mary's Academy 4-H Club. Outstanding Youth in Climate Activism and Environmental Advocacy, Ferdinand Valmond, Christiana Paul, Ashford Norris and Janelle Brisbane. Outstanding Youth in Creative and Literary Arts, Zoe Bannis and Tana Valmond. 
Outstanding Youth or Youth Organization in Cultural Preservation and National Heritage, Cornelia Adams, the Youth Emergency Action Committee, Umoja, CHS, Odell Hamilton, and Tasha Pelte. Outstanding Youth in Digital Transformation, Davidson Edwards. Outstanding Youth Living with Disabilities, Cameron Augustine and Alistair Abel. Outstanding Youth in Diaspora, Dr. Gerald Joseph. Outstanding Youth in Entrepreneurship, Jamali Peer, Lakia Joseph, Darren Libla, Shirley Girardel, Jemima Mills, and Crystal Hilton. Outstanding Youth in Indigenous Cultural and Traditional Preservation, Adicia Burton. Outstanding Youth in Liberal and Performing Arts, Alisa Lita. Outstanding Youth in Media Award, Linda Martin and Dizan Peltier. Esteemed Volunteer Award, Anaya Peter and Felicia Pierre. And JCI Dominica Fidel Yankee Excellence in Leadership Award, Chevine Dominique, Darren Libla, Felicia Pierre, and Manuela Gregoire. And that was NYCD President and NYA Event Manager Ashma McDougall. And Dr. Ian Lambert, Technical Manager at the Bureau of Standards, says the National Center for Testing Excellence currently has two labs, one of which is a food and environment microbiology and chemistry lab that is used to test a range of products from pharmaceuticals to farm goods. He was speaking at the media sensitization session at the Bureau of Standards on Wednesday, where Dr. Lambert continued by saying people need to keep in mind that all of the products analyzed in a food and environmental microbiology lab were typically created for humans use with respect to microbiology as i said there are two units with respect to the food and environmental microbiology lab we have to bear in mind that all the products we test these products are generally generally oriented for human use and therefore testing conformance testing has to be undertaken to guarantee first and foremost that the products consumers are using are safe and are of secondly of an acceptable quality but food safety i'll speak in terms of food as a prime example is the foremost thing that we do with respect to one of the things with microbiological testing okay so we do safety testing in foods hygienic hygiene in manufacturing of course um, uh, monitoring of foods to prevent foodborne illnesses uh, and we look out for pathogens which basically are disease causing organisms which are also associated with both plant and animal products and these pathogens would be found in the foods that we consume and that was the dr ian lambert a technical manager at the bureau of standards the national center of tests and excellence and the Eastern Caribbean Securities Regulatory Commission is partnering with the Caribbean Development Bank on a project which will increase access to finance for micro, small and medium-sized enterprises operating in the Eastern Caribbean Currency Union. The project seeks aid businesses with, uh, within the ECCU through a development of crowdfunding frameworks. Crowdfunding, or CF, is a fast-developing and multifaceted phenomenon at the intersection of entrepreneurship, technology, finance and sociology. Although it is an alternative way to fund innovative products using the internet, CF can provide greater value other than money. Crowdfunding is a concept that refers to an open call for finances, often for innovative or unique projects and campaigns. Crowdfunding platforms act as intermediaries between supporter and project investor and investee or lender and lendee. 
The platforms intermediate this process by arranging the payment process between the parties. Executive Officer of the Eastern Caribbean Securities Regulatory Commission, Aluzia Fiazos, shared three main components of the project. The first of those components is the validation of draft crowdfunding, the draft crowdfunding policy framework that has been developed by the CSRC. The second aspect of the project involves the sensitization of, of crowdfunding stakeholders. And uh, what we mean by that is that we will be um, offering, well, telling persons about um, crowdfunding, what it is about, and also providing training for various stakeholders. The third aspect is testing uh, crowdfunding platforms through an ETSRC regulatory sandbox. Um, essentially, what that, that aims to do is to allow the ECSRC to have a uh, sort of a supervisory watch over companies that are providing the or facilitating the activity, the crowdfunding activity, um, to ensure that everything is, is being done in, in, in a prudent manner. And um, also, we can then look at how the, the operations are going as against the rules that we've implemented to see whether there needs to be any changes that, need to, that, that should be made to those rules or to the framework, um, or in an effort to make sure that um, we keep investors safe and we maintain that level of confidence that we have in our securities market. And that was Executive Office of the Eastern Caribbean Securities Regulatory Commission, uh, Aluzia Fizo. And the Peace Walkers of Dominica trod on to walk number 26 with a sound call for the youth of Dominica to take a stand with the elders who are leading the march on their behalf. This Wednesday's walk proved itself to be one for the strongest of soldiers whose faith in the Creator and all things just gained strength not in their numbers but rather in their resolve and determination. The Peace Walkers continue to walk in faith and fearlessly as they remain determined and vigilant to stand for justice, peace and freedom. It will come and it will be sweet. Pray, hope, and have faith and believe. Believe in Jah. Because Jah is going to take us through. The whole population is hooked on the easy money drop. No one wants to work hard anymore. It's the area of easy money, CBI money. We are really strong people to speak up and to stand up for what's right and to put our voice out there when everyone else laughs. They think it's a joke, but we will laugh, 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 laugh. Young men, please come and support the program. Too much of elder is here fighting for you. That's ours. That's ours, man. That's the fighting for you. We continue to walk to make them understand. It's not the authorities that run things, it's we that run things. Number 26. So we continue to show them that we possess the power. And that was the voices of the Peace Walkers of Dominica. 
And according to Education Officer for Exams, Magali Celestine, and the Ministry of Education had to provide services to households all over the island in order to effectively conduct and facilitate students' 2022 examinations this year. In an effort to lower absenteeism amongst candidates taking their final examinations, a few various modifications were made to the approach to which tests were administered in Dominica. In 2022, our services were rendered at homes in Citronier, Elmsall, Jimit, Loda, Portsmouth, Newtown, Salisbury, Sansover, Stock Farm, and Viecas, just to name a few. My team ensured that CXE standards were maintained whether the exams were administered at home or at school. They also ensured that the processes were standardized at all venues. And they ensured also that no candidate was disadvantaged nor gained an unfair advantage. She then thanked the teachers and parents who supported this adjustment as well as her team of supervisors and invigilators for their work during the exam season. I want to publicly thank my very flexible, supportive and hardworking team of center supervisors, chief invigilators and invigilators for their collaborative effort throughout the exam season. Teamwork makes the dream work. I also want to thank the principals who assisted with the coordination of these movements and the parents of the candidates who cooperated with us and willingly allowed us to use their space. On behalf of the Ministry of Education, I say a big thank you. And that was Education Officer for Exams, Margaret Celestine. And Macmillan Education Caribbean has announced a week of maths webinars designed and designated to boost educators' confidence in the math classroom by diversifying their educational toolkit. The week called Maximizing Maths will run across social media, bringing real-world mathematics and teaching ideas to audiences online. These webinars are set to run from the 26th to the 29th of September, will provide a comprehensive week of training to any teacher wishing to get involved. Maths experts Tony Cotton will be leading the sessions and will be joined for different sessions by co-hosts maths experts Andrew Jeffrey and literacy expert Charlotte Ranch for a diverse and interesting week. Attendees can expect to hear from the experts on a range of engaging topics including maths everywhere, how the real world can help you teach maths and applying maths and teaching maths through storytelling. These teachers or persons who attend each session will receive a certificate of attendance. Maximizing maths will equip educators with the tools needed to make key mathematical skills such as communicating, problem solving, connecting and reasoning fun and engaging for learners. Teachers will also discover how to cater to a wide range of abilities and make their mathematic classrooms an inclusive one as possible as the sessions will lean on key concepts from Macmillan Education's new math series, Max Maths, making real-world connections, exploring these skills can instill a love of maths in young learners. Following the Maximizing Maths campaign on Macmillan Education Caribbean socials or visit their website for more information. 
And uh, today, September 22nd, the Dominica State College will hold a ribbon cutting and monument unveiling ceremony to honor everyone's shared dedication to promoting peace throughout our nation as a result of DSC's uh, collaboration with Heavenly Culture, World Peace and Restoration of Light. A nonprofit organization called Heavenly Culture, World Peace and Restoration of Light, or HWPL, was established in 2013 with the goal of bringing world peace and light back to humanity. The ceremony will recognize the joint commitment to peace that has been spreading through our country through DSC's partnership with Heavenly Culture, World Peace and Restoration of Light. Heavenly Culture, World Peace and Restoration of Light, HWPL, is a nonprofit organization founded in 2013 with the hope of restoring the global community with light and achieving world peace through Heavenly Culture. Honorable Octavia Alfred, Minister for Education, Human Resource Planning, Vocational Training, and National Excellence. And Dr. Donald Peters, President of the Dominica State College, will deliver peace addresses. Regan Durkin, Peace Education Director of HWPL, will provide remarks. And that was Mona Alexis Edwards, a public relations and recruitment officer of the Dominica State College. And in other news, the Ministry of Health, Wellness and Elderly Affairs in St. Lucia, in collaboration with the Pan-American Health Organization, PAHO, hosted a workshop aimed at strengthening the capacity of participants to detect, notify and investigate events supposedly attributable to vaccination or immunization according to the national guidelines. Chief Medical Officer Dr. Sharon Belmajord says the workshop will allow for the review of the vaccine administration process and the strengthening of the immunization program in St. Lucia. The, the ISAVI surveillance system will provide us with sufficient information in a very timely manner so that way we are able to register the side effects of the vaccines against the adverse reactions. Us having a system which the public knows is in place where every single from side effect to adverse reaction is recorded it will put a lot of confidence in our health system that we are monitoring, especially for the administration of new medication, new vaccines. That there will be a lot more confidence in us and also in what we do. Also in other news, in a televised address to the nation, Russian President Vladimir Putin has announced military uh, reservists to sent to the Ukraine area as part of the partial mobilization of Russian forces. Here's more. will claim that, but let's look at the nature of the referendum. Then we called at a couple of days' notice. What's the electoral list? Who's going to count the votes? This is a rigged election referendum with a sole intention of giving a paper justification for Putin's invasion. And after that, maybe he'll declare that he's achieved his objectives. Who knows? But it does make it more difficult, of course, if if he perceives and presents any attack by Ukraine to reclaim its own territory as an attack on Russia, then it becomes more serious. And you can see the tactic behind it. And that's the morning news as a recap of the headlines. Nominees in the various categories for the annual National Youth Awards Ceremony on September 26 have been announced by the National Youth Council of Dominica. 
St. Lucia's Health Ministry and PAO hosted a workshop to strengthen the participants' capacity to detect, notify, and investigate events supposedly attributable to the vaccination and immunization process. And uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin has announced military reservatives will be sent to Ukraine as part of a partial mobilization of Russian forces to protect people in Russian-occupied territories of Ukraine. The news was brought to you for the very kind compliments of Discover Dominic Authority. I've been your presenter, Hassan Robinson. Q, top of the hour news. As it happens, when it happens, wherever it happens. Local, regional, 